This is Ozarks at Large. With me on the phone from his office in Fort Smith is Michael Tilly, who is with Talk Business and Politics. Michael, I hope you've had a good week. Good week so far. So I'm not going to... Let's not jinx it now. Let's talk about something familiar, two things familiar. The city of Fort Smith facing a lawsuit about uh, how they have handled the Freedom of Information Act and the lawsuit filed by familiar name, Attorney Joey McCutcheon. Get us up to date. Once again, we find ourselves with the city of Fort Smith that apparently now this will be adjudicated, but it really, we've seen this movie before, Kyle, um, the city decides that it can, can, can conduct um, some of its business outside a public venue. In this case, there was to be a vote on November 16th, a uh, potential vote on extending some sales tax to cover parks and rec, fire, uh, with most of it going to just help support consent decree work, which we've talked about. So there were several items on the agenda about different ways to break this down. And I can, I'm going to cut to the chase. Essentially, what um, Gefkin, City Administrator Carl Gefkin, and some members or all members of the Fort Smith Board of Directors did was to essentially kind of vote back and forth by phone using Sherry Guard, the city clerk Sherry Guard, as kind of the number counter about what they did or didn't want on the agenda. Well, you don't get to do that. You can the city ordinance allows for a director to pull something off the agenda. And if a certain number, I think it's four other directors or three other directors concur, it gets pulled, but you don't get to debate about which one of these agenda items stays on and why outside of the public venue. Again, last time I checked, these are tax dollars and it's the public's business. So this is a clear, in my estimation, uh, again, this will be adjudicated. A violation of Arkansas's the open meetings provision in Arkansas's Freedom of Information Act, um, and it's it's just frustrating, Kyle. I think you and I have talked several times, unfortunately, many times, that the city of Fort Smith, and this goes on, has been going on with different directors, different city administrator. It just for whatever reason, and here at Talk Business and Politics, we cover a lot of other cities around the state. And we don't see, they're not all perfect, but we don't see this level of consistent, flagrant violation of public transparency of the Freedom of Information Act law. So Attorney Joey McCutcheon, who, by the way, successfully sued him earlier this year for FOI violation, uh, has filed um, another lawsuit in Sebastian County Court. And, and again, that, that previous um uh, the, the previous judgment was very clear that they used a, an email group um, to conduct the city's business outside of the public, outside of a public venue. So this is similar, but instead of using email, they used phone. So um, it's just it's, it's very frustrating. It's and it it relates to over excuse me over 150 million dollars essentially in new sales tax that will be generated over the next 10 years if voters approve this package on, on February 8th, which another part of the story, Kyle, and it's not in our story, but it, I may be writing about it soon, is once again, the Fortune Board of Directors, instead of going to the public saying, hey, these taxes are set to expire, 
what do you want to do? Let's get some public input. Let's talk to the residents. They just, you know, bam, come out with this plan. Um, you know, and, and I, hopefully um, it'll get passed because it's very critical to the city's future, to city, city amenities, ongoing work to fix the water and sewer system. But this Fort Smith board and the city administration just seem um, have no problem. It, it, I don't think it's ignorance anymore, Kyle. I think mm-hmm. it's just arrogance. I mean, they know what the law is. They've been they've been slapped on the wrist so many times. They have to know what the law is. But here they've come out with a plan. They did it privately, which is illegal. Didn't get public input. Remember, we talked about the Fort Smith public schools when they passed that very large millage project, mm-hmm. and that passed by a very, uh, I think, an overwhelming. Ma- majority. Well, you remember the school districts spent over six months gathering public input, having citizen committees saying, hey, this is what we want to do. And they tweaked it. It got tweaked several times based on citizen input and it passed. But the city of Fort Smith just thinks it can do its own thing. And they may get, they may get smacked down just like they did Marshall's tax, the U.S. Marshall's Museum tax, which is another one where they didn't seek public input and just threw it threw it out there against the wall, and the voters said, I don't think so. Well, all right. If that is uh, familiar, something new is uh, now officially open at the Arkansas Colleges of Health Education, a 66,000-square-foot College of Health Sciences facility that uh, opened this week. What What's inside? Well, we it's um, occupational therapy. Um, you know, the the... The Arkansas College of Osteopathic Medicine, of course, we know, opened several years ago. In fact, they inaugurated their first class uh, in May of this year, 145 osteopathic medical, medical students, adding more doctors to the much-needed um, workforce in that area. And so um, now with this new facility, the College of Health Sciences facility, we're going to get some different medical folks, different uh, part of the workforce that's much needed. Occupational therapy, uh, physical therapy, those are different things that I've learned. Those are different things. Physical therapy opened its, uh, welcomed its first class, 36 students in June. Occupational therapy will greet its inaugural class in January. Um, no, I think they have a maximum class size of 36 students also. But um, this is just adding on to Part of what's an amazing complex, I encourage folks who have not traveled, toured around that part of Chaffee Crossing, if they've not been there in a few years, they need to, they're not going to recognize it. Um, that college, that's turning into to be, not, I don't, look, I'm, it's not like the U of A campus, don't get me wrong, but it's turning out to be an interesting campus with residential areas, with commercial area across the street. Um, Kyle Parker and his crew um, out, at the, out at Arkansas College of Health Education have done an amazing job. I, I know as journalist, as a journalist, I'm supposed to be cynical and not praise anybody, but um, those folks deserve to be patted on the back. And there's an interesting story, Kyle. It's in our story, but Mr. Parker was giving a tour to, to who some folks who turned out to be an anonymous donor of another part of the facility. And he was explaining about this Colleges of Health Sciences building they wanted to build, and it was going to cost $25 million. They were going to get there, but it was just going to take a few years. And they said, okay, and they left. They had been gone for just a few minutes, 
Kyle got a phone call. It was um, one of the people, one part of this anonymous donor couple said, now how much is that second building going to cost? Kyle said, oh, about 16 million. And he said there was a brief pause and she responded back, I'll get you a check. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you know, that kind of, and that sped up, uh, I think, uh, according to our story, put it on a, um, is about five years earlier than what they would have built this. So they're putting these key medical folks into the workforce much earlier. Um, and it's all happening right here in, in Fort Smith. It's a great asset for the region. And I wanted to ask you, speaking of money, about uh, the budget. It's been passed this month, the, the budget for the city of Fort Smith. Any surprises inside that? No, just a quick and dirty for, for 22. It's about a um, $47.5 million budget for the general fund. That's police, fire, basic services, that type of thing. Water and sewer, which we talk about quite a bit, that budget is just under $60 million. That's up about 2.5%. Um, and, uh, in, as part of that, the expenditures for the solid waste department, which is really where most of the consent decree work comes in, was budgeted a little over 20 million. And, um, that's up, um, above the 17.6 million in the amended 2021 budget. So they're putting more money into it. Um, it'll be interesting to get, uh, one thing we didn't do and hopefully we will do in the future is get uh, director comments on, um, that money for the solid waste department. There have been some criticism in the past about not enough being spent on that. So that's the one hole in the story we need to button up, and hopefully we'll do that soon. All right. You can read about all of this and much more at talkbusiness.net. Michael Tilly is with Talk Business and Politics. Michael, thank you for your time. Hey, I always appreciate you letting us uh, letting us talk to your listeners. Crystal Bridges Museum of American Art presents the third and final season of North Forest Lights, an immersive nighttime forest experience featuring nature-inspired light installations, soundscapes, and magical moments. Open Wednesday through Sunday after sunset until January 2nd. Crystalbridges.org for tickets and safety information. KUAF is supported by Fayetteville Animal Shelter and Services, supported by the City of Fayetteville, and dedicated to the welfare of animals and the people who associate with them. Information at 444-3456 or Fayetteville Animal Services on Facebook. This is Ozarks at Large. It is the second Friday in December, and oh boy, that means giveaway time. To help us give away all sorts of things, Rhonda Dillard, KUAF's underwriting director, Welcome, Rhonda. Welcome. There. Thank you for welcoming me. I'm very <laughs> excited. We have um, so many great items to give away, and we had hundreds, I mean, hundreds of entries. So I'm all, my brain's a little scrambled already. I've been going through them all and... Anyway, we've got the computer pick the winners, and we should be all be great. This is part of the KUAF Holiday and Friends giveaway. Uh, great partners of ours, great underwriters of KUAF have offered up um, things that will go to our listeners. Absolutely. It's a, kind of that season of giving. It's giving back. It's a nice time where we can actually offer great items from our very generous underwriters and give it back to our listeners. And we start. We start with Park Lane Family Dental, who is offering uh, our winner, who we'll announce here in just a minute, custom teeth whitening trays valued at $400. That's right. Um, They've been an underwriter with KUF over the last year, starting into their second year. Uh, We love having them on board, and uh, they're a great company. And who is our winner? 
And the winner is Josh McLaughlin from Van Buren. Josh, congratulations. Excellent. Excellent. Um, as long as we're talking about things that involve your mouth, let's go to Fossil Cove Brewing Company. <laughs> they make beer that you can drink, and they are offering, and I think this goes to three different people, there are three $100 gift cer- certificates for Fossil Cove Brewing merchandise and material. That is absolutely true. And of all the contests we had, this one had the most people who wanted to cheat. I'll just say that. Uh, more than one entry. So there were slews of 10 and 12 entries, blah, blah, blah. So very popular. <laughs> Let's just say this was the one where people were most likely to not quite understand the rules. And you know what? I can I can go with that. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, actually. <laughs> and, and Fossil Cove, which is located in Fayetteville, but they take their name from the fossils that are along Beaver Lake. Yeah, isn't that great? Yes. Well, we do have three winners. Okay. And uh, the winner today, I'll take the first one, okay. is uh, Sharon Fanning. And then, and Sharon's from P. Ridge. I'm sorry, from P. P. Ridge. Congratulations, Sharon. Lindy Edens of Winslow is getting a $100 gift certificate to Fossil Cove. And also Andrew Rodden from Fayetteville. So congratulations to all. All right. We've got two $250 gift certificates to a Romance Diamond Company. No, very exciting. Uh, they're located on Dixon Street. Uh, they've uh, been underwriters with KUF on and off for years. Uh, they Their services include appraisal, cleanings, custom jewelry, and these are $250 gift certificates to two lucky winners. Who's our first winner? And our first winner will be Marlene Craig of Greenland. Marlene, congratulations. And David Straka of Springdale, you have the other $250 gift certificate to Romance Diamond Company Jewelers. Nice. All right. When you talk about underwriters who've been with us for a long time, Packrat Outdoor Center is right there. You are absolutely right. They have been with us for oh, a very long time, almost as long as they've been in Northwest Arkansas, which has been since 1973. Uh, of course, they they offer clothing and footwear for urban and uh, outback activities, camping, paddling. They're just great friends of the station and their store. It's just, if you've never been in there, the log cabin itself is yeah. just amazing. Yeah. And we have three $100 gift certificates that can be used at Packrat Outdoor Center. We do indeed. Uh, the first winner is Susan Marin from Fayetteville. Congratulations. Betsy Murdoch of Wesley is also a winner of a gift certificate. And we also have Rita Carver, or yeah, Carver from Fayetteville. All right. Congratulations, Susan, Betsy, and Rita. And let's see, before we end this uh, visit, We've got 15 and all, but before we end this one, let's give away uh, something from Community Creative Center. Ah, oh, yep. Our neighbors right down the street, Community Center, uh, Community Creative Center, uh, lots of opportunities to learn how to do pottery and drawing and all kinds of fun things. And this is for a date night to uh, to throw pottery on the wheel. So for two people, and it sounds like it's going to be a great time. You don't have to know what you're doing. They'll be there to help you. No. And it no. is not black tie optional. <laughs> Wear something that you don't really need. I can say that by experience. <laughs> Wear something you don't it need. It's so much fun. All right. Who is going to win this date night at the pottery wheel? Our winner is Kate Cross from Van Buren. Kate, congratulations. And I'm just going to say, don't reenact the thing from Ghost. 
They've seen it. They've seen it. <laughs> Please, Tony in public. No, no. <laughs> All right. We've got much more to give away. We'll do that later in uh, Ozarks at Large. You'll be back in just a few minutes, Rhonda. Yes, I will. Thank you. In the background is trumpeter Wallace Roney from his CD, Crunchin'. The tune is We See. And I'm Robert Ginsburg, your host for Shades of Jazz. We'll hear more from Wallace Roney, as well as music from Count Basie, Mark Murphy, Art Blakey and the Jazz Messengers, and much more. Tune in to Shades of Jazz right here on KUAF every Friday and Saturday. Shades of Jazz with Robert Ginsburg tonight from 10 to midnight on KUAF 91.3. Then tomorrow from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m., on KUAF 3. You can get KUAF 3 on the free KUAF app by asking your smart speaker to please play KUAF 3 or by using the live streams at KUAF.com. Tomorrow, the Fayetteville Senior Center will host the annual fundraiser for the Meals on Wheels program that provides thousands of meals to seniors in their homes each year. We invited Chase Gibson, director of the Fayetteville Senior Center, to come to the Carver Center for Public Radio to talk about the program and tomorrow's fundraiser. The Meals on Wheels program is operated out of the Fayetteville Senior Activity and Wellness Center. So sometimes that's a little bit confusing because people will say, oh, I want I wanted to help Meals on Wheels. And we're like, well, you are helping Meals on Wheels if you help the senior center. So, um, And we do about 260 meals a day go out of there. So we have eight routes, six of them are volunteer run. So it's a, it's a heavily volunteer-dependent program. Um, and then we prep about 350 to 400 meals a day because we serve another 40 to 50 people in the center. And then we have to do weekend meals as well, holiday meals that are all frozen. So it is quite an operation. We have five staff, two full-time, three part-time. And uh, they it amazes me how much – I can't really take much credit for that side of it. So <laughs> – how many meals is that annually? Do you know? Uh, yeah, it winds up um, just depending on the year. Now, we did see an increase last year in the number of meals, but it, it winds up around 50,000 meals a year, somewhere in that neighborhood. It was a little higher last year because um, a lot of our in-person clients who typically come in and eat at the center, they switched over to home-delivered meals. So most of them have switched back at this point. But Okay, 50,000 meals, that's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of food. It is. <laughs> how, do you, how do you do this? Well, I, I mean, it, like I said, a lot of the credit goes to we have a, a food service manager, Barry Thomas, who's been there for a while. And, um, but it's a lot of planning and ordering in advance and mapping out, you know, the, the menu for the entire month and then figuring out if some things can't be frozen and how do you handle that and um, as soon as staff are done prepping for one day, they're in the back packing out uh, frozen meals to get all those ready to go out. Um, so it is a well-oiled operation. So sometimes we'll have our – we have interns typically from U of A Public Health, and they'll come in there, and about a month in, they'll come in my office and go, wow, I had no <laughs> earthly idea, you know, the amount of, like, planning and organization that goes into making this happen every day. So. You were earlier today delivering meals, right? I was, yeah. We had a couple folks out. So I actually ran our congregate van this morning, then came back and ran our Nantucket route, and then took the congregate people home. So There's a fundraiser Saturday. This is an annual event. Correct, yes. What will be involved with this? So this will be our fourth year. The first year that I came on board in 2018, we did this event at George's. Um, and it was a Saturday night. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. We had a couple of bands. 
And um, but there weren't very many seniors there. And this was my first year working at the senior center. So over the course of the next week, I had several of them. I said, oh, I thought you would come out. And they said, well, by the time I drive in the dark, <laughs> find somewhere to park, <laughs> walk over there. They were like, uh, no, not going to happen. I said, well, thank you. Live uh, and learn. Duly noted. Yes. <laughs> and they said, you know, if you had this on a Saturday around lunchtime, you would pack this place with seniors. And so I said, all right, let's do it. And then so that was 18. So 2000. 19 we had it at the center and i think we counted around 200 225 people that had packed you know in there throughout the day um last year we were still able to do it we did it as an outdoor event and we live streamed it on facebook last year and we did outdoor seating just social distancing all that stuff last year we still had probably about 40 seniors show up thankfully last year we were able to fundraise outside of the event um, to sort of make up for the revenue that we didn't generate that day during the event. So so wound up making a little bit more money last year than we made in the past for the fundraiser. So that was kind of a blessing. What will be so, happening Saturday? So this year, uh, it'll be Saturday, 11 to 1. We've got uh, Chase Missy will be playing. So <laughs> I bet you're getting them for free. <laughs> we are, yes. That was uh, that was an easy sell. So um, And then we have Chick-fil-A's donated the food for the day. And then we'll have uh, our silent auction. We'll do a raffle. Um, got a lot of gift cards from local businesses for the raffle that they always chip in and help. Um, we'll have some games set up. And uh, so, yeah, so that'll kind of be the event this week. And we will be doing it indoors. What else happens besides Meals on Wheels at the Senior Center around the the calendar yeah so we do we kind of have three arms in the communities the way we describe it so one being meals on wheels which we've kind of talked about and then we provide taxi service so we have four different taxi services in the community that do various and different things from picking people up at home and bring them to the center um, doing grocery runs for people we have one that serves hillcrest towers we have one that's a non-ambulatory that has a wheelchair lift so we kind of have if you need a ride somewhere and you're 60 or over we've pretty much got you covered monday through friday so um, and then the third arm is the center itself and so in the center I think the easiest way to sum it up in a sentence is it's kind of like a YMCA for seniors. So we have health and wellness classes, we have pool, we have ping pong, we have line dancing, bingo, canasta, watercolors classes, day trips where we go to museums and different places and casinos and different things like that. So um, it's, you know, it's a fun place. I think there's a little bit of a misconception when people say senior center, they think of People, like more of an adult day center um, versus like a senior activity center. So it's very much um, an activity center, and um, anyone is welcome to come that's 60 or over. 60? Uh, yeah. So, 60 is yeah, a senior. Yeah, you don't have to wait to 65 to hang out with us. Chase Gibson is the executive director of the Fayetteville Senior Center. The fundraiser for Meals on Wheels is tomorrow from 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. at the center with a $5 suggested donation at the door. Contributions can also be made through aaa.nwar.org and you do not have to be a senior to attend tomorrow's fundraiser. Ozarks at Large is underwritten in part by the Walton Family Charitable Support Foundation. Support for KUAF comes from Bob's Red Mill Natural Foods, offering a variety of ingredients for holiday baking and family recipes, including traditional and gluten-free flours and baking mixes. Online at bobsredmill.com and available at Walmart. This is Ozarks at Large. It is time to uh, find five more winners in the 2021 KUAF and Friends Holiday Giveaway. Joining me via Zoom is Rhonda Dillard, our underwriting director. And 
Rhonda, looking at where you are in your house right now, I only see two guitars. That's, I think, the fewest number of guitars I've seen oh. behind you. Let me see if I can help you with that. Now, there's a keyboard. There's a keyboard. Oh, there's another guitar. This and is like... Oh, okay. All right. Oh, there's... Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this is like the, the old Highlights magazine where you had to find things. How many guitars <laughs> right. are in Rhonda's den? I think, uh, yes. I'm a, I'm a junkie for the beauty of guitars, that's for sure. <laughs> and we'll be talking about some music winners here in just a moment, but let's start with the Outdoors and Westwood Gardens, another longtime uh, partner of KUAF Public Radio. Oh, yeah. Stephen and his family, uh, big uh, fans and friends of KUAF. And Stephen recently, well, it's been a few months back, but he told me a story about how his daughter was raised on listening to KUAF. Mm. She would get in the car as a kid and now she's a, a, a grown-up listener. So, yeah, he's been around a long time. And we uh, we appreciate his business and his friendship. Westwood One, I mean, they're open year-round, but right now it's poinsettias and Christmas trees and such, I think. Mm-hmm. And we have um, three $100 gift certificates to give away today. Kristen Collins of Fayetteville is one of those winners for a $100 gift certificate from Westwood Gardens. And Nancy Paddock from Eureka Springs, she wins contests almost as much as I do. <laughs> Congratulations, Nancy. And Pat Dexter of Cave Springs will be able to go to Westwood Gardens with $100 gift certificate. Congratulations all. Yes. All right. Speaking of music, uh, 2022 Hillbury Music Festival, that's about 10 months, 10 months away. It's going to be October 6th through 9th. And we're going to give away GA tickets. We sure uh, we sure are. Two general mission tickets. That includes camping. Uh, it's located on the farm just outside of Eureka Springs. It's it's absolutely beautiful and the music and you can camp and sit outside all weekend. And uh, it will be a Thursday through a Sunday. So it will be a, a really nice event. Uh, artists to be named at a later time. But um, congratulations to the winner of this. And that's Denise Nemec of Fayetteville. Yeah, Denise, congratulations. Uh, Fayetteville Farmer's Market is offering a $100 market gift certificate. Market has been on the square, gosh, since uh, 1973. I think so, yeah. Offer local produce, fruits, vegetables, uh, plants, baked goods, just a, an array of, of good products from our four-county area. All right, and uh, it's a $100 gift certificate. And our winner is Dylan Hollis. Hollis? Hollis? Yeah. Hollis. Dylan. Dylan Dylan of Bentonville. We'll be in touch. There we go. Small print, Dylan. (laughs) My apologies. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of the Fayetteville Square, we're going to, I mean, right there on the corner of the square is David Adams Fine Jewelers. Mm-hmm. And uh, David is an underwriter who is donating a sterling silver mother's ring. And it's uh, it's very personalized, obviously. It's it's as if your child had written their name for the first time on this Aww. ring. And uh, it's it's really special. And he uh, is kind enough to share those with us uh, during every uh, KUF and Friends holiday giveaway. Now, it says that first and middle name and finger size are required. Do you know your finger size? Do you walk around with that knowledge in your head? Uh, honestly, I do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe it's a, a woman thing. Maybe okay. it's a gal thing. What are what are fingers measured in? Like inches or 
No, I don't. I okay, don't all right. Real. I don't know between a, a five and a. 10 okay, so, or so it's a number. Okay, you can you can find out more. I'm sure about how this works at davidadams.com, <laughs> and Mary Parker of Fayetteville. If you know the proper finger size, you're ready to go. <laughs> Congratulations, Mary. <laughs> All right. One more to give away this time before we come back for our third installment. And this is from Columbus uh, Plastic Surgery. It is. Uh, they are offering three winners a chance to win a $100 gift certificate for professional skin care, uh, non-surgical procedures, and uh, just go in and have a nice evaluation and they can help you with all of your skincare needs. Patty Lewis of Springdale is one of those three winners. And Jennifer Walters of Van Buren, Bella Vista, I'm sorry. Bella Vista is the second winner. And Leslie Fomachak. Leslie, I apologize if I mispronounced that. Leslie is from Springdale, and she, too, has one of those gift certificates. And I pulled a fast one on Yeah, Colin, you did. <laughs> I gave him the more difficult name. Sorry about that. Oh, no, no, that was well done. All right, Leslie, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, and we have five more uh, items to give away. We'll do that in just a few minutes on Ozarks at Large. Still you've seen me standing tall. On the Pick and Post this Saturday night, it's a special night. Ains, singer-songwriter who passed away December the 5th, this past Sunday. I'm Mike Shirky. I hope you can tune in to hear this fabulous concert with Bill Staines. Though we go our separate way, still I know we've had our day, my friend. And I've walked beside the flowers, and I've fallen to the floor. I've felt my wings unbound and I have wondered what they're for. Still, you never ask the reasons. This is Ozarks at Large. I'm pleased to have with me on the phone Becca Martin Brown, who is the features editor at the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Becca, welcome back. Hi, Kyle. How are you? I'm doing fine. Um, this is. <laughs> No, really. That's a lie. We both just <laughs> talked, and we're both crazier than fruit bats. But here's the thing. This is this is the time of year when, and it's not just you, and it's not just me. I'm sure it's a lot of folks who are with us right now. This can be a crush, right? You're trying to meet deadlines. You're trying to think about the holidays. Maybe you're traveling. You just got to take it one step at a time. And I know you remember that for all the time we've known each other, I'm always trying to work my way up to three hoes. Oh, that's right. Ho, ho, ho. Where are you? Oh. Okay. All right. Well, it's okay. It's December 10th. We got we got time. But I've got things guaranteed to work you up at least a couple of ho-hos. Okay. If you're in the River Valley or you would love to drive down there, have a nice meal, and go to theater, Fortunate Little Theater is doing something called the Holiday Channel Christmas Movie Wonder Song. This is a play about what happens if you take all those Christmas movies, <laughs> the ones that have three plots and there are 412 movies, and you smush them all together. I see. Holly, the owner of the Evergreen Inn, is trying not to lose the inn, and she meets Brett, the incognito prince of Artemisia, and two romance novelists meet, and a war reporter and a veterinarian meet. You get the idea. I see. So it's like the ultimate Hallmark Christmas movie. Hilarious. So tonight and tomorrow night at 730 at Fort Smith Little Theater, it's $7 general admission. 
If you're in Northwest Arkansas, we once again have a Friday, Saturday, Sunday plan for you because there's so much Christmas stuff going on. Tonight, you're going to Rogers to the beautiful Victory Theater where Arkansas Public Theater is presenting the best Christmas pageant ever. And this is a time-honored production. It's about some rascally kids who find the true meaning of Christmas. 24 children, some of them as young as four years old, a singing angel choir, the horrible children who think that there's no reason to bring the baby frankincense and myrrh. Let's bring it a ham. Well, it's just funny. And it's all the warm Christmas fuzzy feelings. And it's eight o'clock today and tomorrow, two o'clock Sunday. And again, December 16th through 19th, tickets start at $15. Trike Theater in Bentonville is also doing best Christmas pageant ever. Oh. Seven o'clock today, three and seven tomorrow. And then again, the 17th and 18th, and tickets there are $15. On Saturday, it's a very Sona Christmas with the Sona Singers. All of these singers, a lot of them have had professional experience. This is where they come to work, to do this work with Terry Hicks, the director, to sing with Sona. And there are two performances tomorrow, 2 and 7.30 at the Walton Art Center. Tickets start at $35. But also on Saturday... The Little Craft Show. No supply chain problems here. You just go and you pick it up. 10 o'clock to 6 o'clock tomorrow. It's, I always feel like I'm doing a Prince commercial. The organization, the building formerly known as the Art Center of the Ozarks. Right. At 214 South Main Street in Springdale. There's also at Ozark Beer Company in Rogers, the Big Holiday Market. Uh Intended to support LGBTQ businesses and makers. It, it, this is taking place at Ozark Beer Company? At Ozark Beer Company from 10 to 5, and they promise music and food trucks. Also tomorrow, the Arkansas Public Theater at the Victory is screening the Polar Express at 1 o'clock. Tickets start at $7. And there are Christmas parades at 3 o'clock in Fort Smith, 4.30 in Centerton, 5.30 in Bentonville, and 6 o'clock in Van Buren. And then on Sunday, you want to take yourself to the Fayetteville Public Library, not to check out a book, but to look at a beautiful set made of books for Theater Squared's A Christmas Carol. This is an original version by Amy Herzberg and Bob Ford. And I don't care if you go in, look at the set, and then take a nap. You still got your money's worth. (laughs) Because the set is the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. It's a library. And the whole premise is that the librarian has just gotten this new Christmas ghost story. And then it tells the story. Really, don't sleep through it because it's wonderful. But if you don't want to move in when you see that set, we are not soul sisters. Well, I'm not going to move into a place that is frequented by ghosts. I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to, that's a, that's a deal breaker. You don't believe in ghosts. What difference does it make? That's a good point. Fair anyway, point. <laughs> 7 o'clock Tuesday through Saturday, 2 o'clock Saturday and Sunday through December 26th. Theater Squared at the Fayetteville Public Library tickets start at $10. And also on Sunday, the Snowman, a family concert by Sona. This is when they play the soundtrack for the Snowman film. That's at 2 o'clock at the Walton Arts Center. And then there's a Christmas concert by the Bella Vista Men's Chorus at 3 o'clock at Bella Vista Community Church. Wow. 
I can't even tell you how to do it all anymore. I can just tell you it's all out there, and ho, ho, ho. <laughs> there you go. All right. Becca Martin-Brown is Features Editor at the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. We're going to visit one more time next week before the end of 2021, correct? We are, and don't miss it because it's the last run. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Becca. Support for KUAF comes from the Walmart Museum on the Square in downtown Bentonville, featuring visits from Santa December 8th, 14th, and 16th from 5 to 8 p.m. WalmartMuseum.com for more information. This is Ozarks at Large. With me via Zoom is Courtney Lanning, film critic. Courtney, welcome back to Ozarks. Thanks for having me, Kyle. All right. Uh, I am excited about our conversation this week because... You're going to tell us about a movie that I've kind of been looking forward to. It's a star-studded cast. It has an interesting concept. It's called Don't Look Up. What can you tell us about it? I really hate to disappoint you here, Kyle, but what I can tell you is that this movie is a mixed bag. Uh, And what Don't Look Up shows everybody is that overwhelming star power does not a grand movie make. Well, I mean, we've got Leonardo DiCaprio, we've got Jennifer Lawrence, we've got Meryl Streep. That is a grand cast. Right, and this movie is packed to the brim with stars. You've got Jonah Hill, you've got Rob Morgan, you've got Kate Blanchett. This movie is is filled with star power, and yet that is not enough to keep, and I know you never say this in any other context, that is not enough to keep Meryl Streep's role from bringing this movie down. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, mm, I want to hear more about this in a minute. Let's let's set the stage for listeners. This is a movie where you've got, from what I understand, two sort of low-level uh, scientists trying to warn the rest of the world about an impending disaster, a, a collision with a meteor or a comet, and um, they go on a press tour. Right. So they are trying to warn the world. And by they, I mean Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are trying to tell everybody about this killer space rock and apologies to Katie Ahrens, your Pluto manager, if she listens to this episode. Uh, I am not completely sure on the difference between asteroid, comet, and meteor, but a killer space rock is coming and they are trying to warn everybody. um, But half of the country doesn't seem to want to listen to them. Uh, And that's kind of reflective of today's political reality, which is kind of what, what bogs this movie down. Uh, it's just, just the movie doesn't know if it wants to be a disaster movie or a political satire or maybe even some kind of heartfelt deliverer, a message to enjoy what you have before it's too late. And, it you know, it doesn't really nail any of these things. So it's it's kind of a mixed bag. I mean, judging on what little I've read and seen, I thought it was going to be sort of a broad comedy. And there are there are definitely a couple laughs. Uh, but in this movie. Meryl Streep plays a very Trumpian president. Mm. uh, And a lot of the political commentary in this movie feels like SNL B material during the 45th presidency that just got a bigger budget. Mm. Uh, And it kind of bloats the movie to a two and a half hour runtime. On one hand, sounds like a 1970s Irwin Allen disaster movie, right? Like Towering Inferno or Earthquake or something like that. Does this have special effects? It does. And, you know, the the space rock <laughs> surely is a big part of this movie. Um, but and again, this shows our age differences here, Kyle. <laughs> but when we're talking about disaster movies and I'm comparing this to similar titles, I go back to 1998. I think of Armageddon. I think of Deep Impact. Uh, and 
both of those movies, um, they knew what they wanted to be. They wanted to be, you know, yeah. action flicks, thrillers, um, and maybe, you know, especially in Armageddon's case, cheesy, cheesy action flicks. Uh, but they, they knew what they wanted to be and they did it. And Don't Look Up tries to be too much and it doesn't seem to know what it wants to be. So if, if you're looking for a, an asteroid movie, I would suggest you dial back to 1998 instead. I'm going to give you a scenario. It is a rainy Sunday afternoon, rainy cold. You're not going to do anything outside. Do you even flip on this to, to pass two hours of time? Or do you just say, you know what? There are other options. Sure. I, I think if you want to flip this on and you've got nothing better to do, it's not the worst movie okay. in the world. In fact, depending on your political affiliation, you may think this is the funniest movie uh, in the history of this year. But <laughs> to me, the the politics and, and all that just kind of bogged it down. So this is available streaming, right? It is. It is available in theaters, actually, mm. on Friday, but then it'll be available on Netflix on Christmas Eve. A movie that was supposed to come out last Christmas season, which is finally coming out this week, is also hitting theaters this weekend. Yes, and this is the new Steven Spielberg hit, uh, and that is, of course, West Side Story, which is, of course, the famous musical that has been around forever. Uh, and that's that's the big, big cheese coming out this week, Kyle. But what do you think we'll talk about next week? So next week, uh, George Clooney has a new movie out called The Tender Bar, and I... Hope to talk to you about that. Courtney Lanning's full review of Don't Look Up can be found in the Friday Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Courtney, as always, thanks for your time. Thanks for having me, Kyle. During this season of giving, the KUAF Giving Tree is benefiting Peace at Home Family Shelter. Their Santa Sack program provides support for families and children. They're needing our community to donate gift cards, Walmart, Target, etc., or donate to the thrift shop on North Garland Avenue. You can also click on the Giving Tree logo at KUAF.com and you'll find all their needs and how you can help. The Giving Tree and KUAF, local matters. This is Ozarks at Large. Santa Dillard, Rhonda Dillard, our underwriting, <laughs> underwriting director, is here with us one more time. We have five more um, underwriters who have participated in the KUAF and Friends holiday giveaway. We're going to make uh, winners out of some more listeners. And I'm really stoked about this next one, even though I'm ineligible to win this. Yes, it's from Pearl's Books, uh, independent bookstore located on Center Street in downtown Fayetteville. Uh, relatively new to the area. Uh, everyone just loves the store. It offers uh, a variety of genres and categories and new books, cookbooks, and they also have snacks and coffee and wine and beer and just an overall good time. And this Sunday afternoon, they've got a lot of local authors with their books there, so um, you can you can find out more about that. So it's a hundred dollar gift certificate, which I can't it think of. Big. Yeah, I can't think of much more that's exciting than a hundred dollar gift certificate to a, a local bookstore. I really can't. Yeah, I think that's pretty great. Uh, the winner for that is Donna Robertson, and she is from Bentonville. Now, a $100 gift certificate from Center Street Mercantile, which is uh, downtown Fayetteville, um, a wonderful place. It's on North Block. They've got jalapeno jelly and soaps and lotions and all sorts of cool things. Yeah, they do. They've got Stonewall Kitchen products and and uh, cast iron cookware and, and, uh, and our friend Chad... Uh, is at that store, and um, they're just, they're great. If you've had, never had a chance to visit them, please do so. And Scott Ray of Fayetteville has uh, been 
picked by the computer for the winning $100 gift certificate. That's right. Congratulations, Scott. All right. We also have a $100 gift certificate from Woodstone Craft Pizza. There are two locations in Fayetteville, South Fayetteville and uh, Uptown. I was just with Rhonda about an hour and a half ago, Jeremy Gothrop. Uh, we were recording the podcast that will go with the first lunch hour concert. Uh, Jer- Very exciting. Yeah, Jeremy was there to talk about creating in the culinary world along with our first uh, lunch hour musician, Bang. It was a great conversation that I hosted with Jasper Logan, our community engagement officer. It, and, and, of course, lunch hour is uh, brought to you by the Georgia's Majestic Lounge Happy Hour. We're talking about that this week. But right now, let's talk about the $100 gift certificate from Woodstone Craft Pizza. That's right. And the winner of that is Judy Singleton. And Judy is from Fayetteville. So congratulations. All right, Judy. Congratulations. Uh, We've got two more things to give away. Let's see. Let's give the $100 gift certificate from Fayetteville Roots. Speaking of Jeremy Gothrop. One of the co-founders. Oh, speaking of Jeremy, I mean, the man is, is everywhere yeah, in a good is. way. Uh, this is a gift certificate that can be used towards tickets um, for the big event or can be used for uh, Roots headquarter performances in 2022. It can also be used for drinks or swag or whatever you would like that is involved with the Fatville Roots Kimberly. Festival. Kimberly Pinnell, I hope, Kimberly, I've pronounced your last name correctly. Kimberly lives in Fayetteville, and she has the $100 gift certificate from Fayetteville Roots. That's right. Enjoy, Kimberly. All right. Finally, a two-year family membership to the Botanical Garden of the Ozarks. That includes, that means you can go in anytime you want. Well, not anytime. They've got to be open. You're not going to well, scale the fence. <laughs> but it is unlimited. Yes. It is unlimited. And, uh, and, and if... Uh, you know, and it's also this membership makes accessible over 300 uh, gardens around the nation, yeah. nationwide, which is really great. That's that's always really nice. You also get discount to classes and events and early bird shopping yeah. at their spring plant sale. And they they host a, a, all kinds of wonderful things to participate in. And it's Beth Parks of Rogers who has won this. It is indeed, Beth. Congratulations. We hope you enjoy All right. This is our biggest one-day giveaway that we do all year. Congratulations to all the winners. Thanks to all of the friends of KUF and underwriters who participated. That's right. And happy holidays to all. And thanks to everyone who entered. And as Kyle said, for our underwriters underwriters for participating. So uh, this is our last giveaway for 2021. I assume we'll have some in 2022. Oh, if we don't, it won't be any fun. Okay. So I think we should. (laughs) All right. Rhonda Dillard, Underwriting Director at KUAF. Rhonda, if someone's listening to this and they think, oh, I think it would be interesting to be an underwriter at KUAF, they contact you, right? They do indeed. And I can be reached at Rhonda through email, Rhonda at KUAF.com. I can certainly share with you any information about becoming an underwriter. Uh, It's a really great experience. We're awful people to work with. Very the hard room to. <laughs> no, we we love having our underwriters, and we certainly look forward to to greeting new ones in twenty twenty two. And we'll see how many guitars Rhonda Dillard owns in twenty twenty two. Stay tuned. Thanks, Rhonda. Multiply by ten. <laughs> bye bye. Theater Squared presents Magic and Holiday Cheer with A Christmas Carol on stage at the Fayetteville Public Library. Three spirits come to visit Ebenezer Scrooge and take him on a fantastic journey through past, present, and future. For all ages, on stage and streaming through December 26th, 777-7477 or theater2.org 
for tickets and information. This is Ozarks at Large. Yesterday, I did one of my favorite things. I talked with Leah Uribe, educator, musician, and the creator of Sound Perimeter, heard every Thursday on Ozarks at Large. We had a conversation about her podcast, Reflections, whose collaborators include KUAF, and we'll hear that part of the discussion next week on Ozarks at Large. When we talked yesterday, I also wanted to know how she develops ideas for Sound Perimeter, these explorations of music that we hear every Thursday. The way my mind works is because uh, I am indeed busy, uh, you know, filling into many things that are important to me or that I uh, want to do or have to do. Um, I don't plan this with a long time in advance. So, um, you know, sometimes it's that spur of the moment, creativity. And by the way, Sound Perimeter is a really beautiful outlet for me to be creative and to have something that is my, uh, you know, mind speaking, as opposed to what I do in music, which I'm following the score, or following conductors, or, or playing with other people. So this is very free-flowing and very liberating. So um, I have some music that affects me all the time. I am aware of the music that comes to my life, and when I find something that I that speaks to me deeply, I put it in, on my list of uh, material to use in sound perimeter later. I also resource to my experience as a music appreciation teacher and um, like to bring music that has, uh, you know, spoken to my students, um, young and old, uh, from the canon or classical repertoire or from really um, new music that uh, they had no idea was possible to, <laughs> or, uh, you know, to connect with or existed. So, uh, you know, there are multiple, multiple um, places that feed some perimeter and um, it's interesting. I mean, it's always the idea at the forefront of some perimeter is always how to bring new voices, how to bring diversity, how to uh, balance, again, our world of classical mu- music, because when we go to traditional concerts, we usually expect uh, the same composers and uh, the same demographics. And, you know, uh, what has fed classical music and my interest with some is to just keep adding voices and ears. So, you know, we grow. Regular listeners to Sound Perimeter come away each Thursday with something new to add to their personal playlist. There are more avenues than ever for music to reach us, but how to curate those channels? This morning, I asked Leah about her music listening habits. I tend to gravitate on my daily listening to Latin American music, specifically salsa music and bossa novas and and those things, because, of course, they speak to me as uh, my childhood and my origins. So I'm terrible because I, you know, I need to depart from that. <laughs> Otherwise, I will stay in Latin American music, which is beautiful, and there's enough material for all the sound perimeters in the world. But there's so many other voices that also need to be included. So I'm just constantly aware. I am paying attention to what my colleagues at the University of Arkansas Music Department are performing or uh, bringing to their own concerts or assigning to their students. I'm very aware in conversation of what people, um, you know, talk about. Uh, sometimes I'm just, uh, you know, listening to the radio, sometimes even NPR, and I just hear this snippet of something, and I go, you know, ask Siri, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, from there, I am like aware all the time. Aware, just, it's that awareness. And Leo Ribe says she believes, more than ever, music has the ability to link us together. It's so beautiful when I am uh, in social uh, situations or at the university after a concert and people talk to me or on social media about how uh, how good it has been for them to listen to Sound Perimeter. And um, I think that uh, this 
opportunity for me has been so precious to communicate with audiences that I lost touch with because of the pandemic and the closing of our venues. Uh, but I also understood that we have this platform in hand to connect, to have a conversation and a real conversation about what is in our minds, in my case, as a musician, as an advocate, as a professor, and to uh, share uh, with our audiences uh, beautiful music, powerful music, and more importantly, other voices. So we need listeners, uh, but we also need listeners to be aware that places like KOAF need their support uh, money-wise uh, to continue creating uh, programs like these and supporting all these, to me, Kyle, sound perimeter, all sorts at large, uh, listening to NPR, this is just opening windows to the world. It's similar to what the university does, mm -hmm. right? University that comes from the universe, right? We go there to open windows to the universe and the things that we cannot visit immediately. We learn them through that experience of learning. And that's what our uh, radio station and radio um, will manage this. Leah Uribe speaking with me by Zoom yesterday morning. Next week on Ozarks at Large, the latest episode of the podcast Reflections featuring Leah will air on our Thursday and Friday editions of the show. This is Ozarks at Large. Hi, my name is Ben Bergstrom, and I'm a mandolin player. I love KUAF. They're very supportive of the local music scene. And you are listening to them, KUAF 91.3 in Fayetteville. Ben Bergstrom, thank you so much. Uh, great to hear from you, one of our great friends of KUAF. Thanks to everyone who has contributed to KUAF during this season of Giving Fundraiser. If it's your turn, you can do easily, quickly, and safely right now at support. KUAF.com. This is 91.3 KUAF, Fayetteville, Fort Smith, Bentonville, and Siloam Springs. Contributors today included Michael Tilley with Talk Business and Politics, Becca Martin-Brown with the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette, our favorite film critic, Courtney Lanning, Leah Uribe, and thank you, Rhonda Dillard, KUAF Underwriting Director, for playing along as well. Our theme is written and performed by Daryl Sean. You can find out more about us at OzarksAtLarge.com. We'll be back with you Sunday morning at 9 with Weekend Ozarks at Large and back with you Monday at noon and 7 as we start another new week of daily editions of Ozarks at Large. We are a podcast, and that's a free podcast, and it's available through all major podcast distributors. Whew. Exhale. These are busy times. Busy time of year, but we appreciate you spending time with us. Please take care of yourself. Make sure that you get rest, and we will talk again soon. This is your public radio station, 91.3 KUAF.